welcome to ESMA Open Podcasts. Today, Professor Marco Milano will report on the highlights in the head and neck cancers from this year ESCO. Welcome, Professor Milano. Thank you. <laughs> Can you provide us with a short overview on the practice-changing studies presented at ESCO? Uh, sure. Uh, there is not very much to say about that because uh, I think the only one study that probably will change the clinical practice is one from China. Uh, this study compared uh, platinum and gencitabine versus platinum 5-FU in uh, nasopharyngeal cancers uh, relapsed. Uh, so there's a study in uh, first-line uh, treatment for these kind of uh, patients. And uh, what is important is uh, the first large randomized study is comparing PF versus platinum and gencitabine. And uh, this study was a success. Indeed, uh, there was a significant increase in response rate uh, so that there were no progression under treatment with platinum gencitabine. Uh, and uh, there were a gain uh, in uh, both overall survival and uh, progression-free survival. We must also take into account that this study accrued uh, more than 350 patients, so the, the size is adequate to see a clear difference uh, between the two arms considered for the study. The other studies that were expected um, were the studies from uh, the GOIC, French group uh, of radiation, and uh, the TTCC study from Spain. Uh, unfortunately, both of these studies, uh, well, the French presented uh, two studies and the Spain, uh, Spanish one. But neither, there were no clear results from, from, from these studies. Uh, the only one showing some difference is the Gore-Tec 2007 one that compared bioradiation means cetuximab and radiotherapy versus the same plus chemo. And this was conducted in patients with limited local advanced disease, which means uh, patients with less than N2B nodal involvement. And in this case, uh, the advantage was in favor of uh, the combination of chemotherapy plus cetuximab plus radiation. Uh, but, uh, well, it's strange, uh, <laughs> this, uh, the interpretation of this study, because uh, according to me, these uh, results are in contrast with uh, the idea of uh, the intensification. So this trial, what it shows clearly is that the addition of chemotherapy is important. Thank you for that overview. Can you maybe give us a little bit information? What is the role of immunotherapy, for example, immune checkpoint inhibitors in head and neck cancers currently? Oh, yes, this is, is a topic of the moment. <laughs> yes, of course, uh, there are uh, data that now are uh, mature data showing that uh, uh, checkpoint uh, have uh, inhibitors have uh, a strong, uh, strong effect uh, in patients with uh, head and neck cancer. Uh, 
more important is that uh, the advantage that we have seen in patients uh, with uh, uh, red treated, previously treated uh, relapsed disease has been achieved without uh, important increase in toxicity. So these uh, treatments are really well tolerated. And uh, this is uh, certainly a, a starting point for new investigations. Uh, what we can see is that the response rate is not so high. It's uh, around 20% uh, of the patients, but this is much more than expected with methotrexate, that is 5-6%, or even with cetuximab alone is 12%. Uh, at the best. And the second point from the results of these studies is the durable response that we see patients that can achieve a long lasting survival and even a long lasting progression free survival. In the data from the Nivolumab study, for example, we have more than 30% patients still alive at one year and a plateau that is reached after one year, around 15%. So this is very impressive results and probably will change the practice in the near future. Thank you for that comprehensive um, overview. And looking in the future, what would you consider new treatment strategies or targets on the horizon in head and neck cancers? Again, we have to look at immunology. Uh, but the data are so impressive and probably we'll see very, very, very nice uh, uh, results at the ASCO meeting. There are studies now ongoing with the combination of uh, um, checkpoint inhibitors and chemotherapy, and I think the, the results will be presented in a couple of years. Uh, these are studies performed in first-line uh, therapy for relapsed metastatic head and neck cancer. But there are a lot of activities uh, in, um, in combination with uh, radiation therapy, for example, in particular with the use of radiation therapy as a, a kind of a self-vaccination. And there are experience uh, under progress uh, with uh, anti-PD-1 or anti-PD-1 and also uh, with uh, ipilimumab. And, uh, uh, well, um, there are many more probably with uh, uh, other combination, which means uh, uh, stimulatory agents such as agonist and monoclonal antibodies in combination with classical immunocycopoint inhibitors. There are combinations with the target therapy that is the point of contact between immunology and biology, molecular biology. And there are uh, data that uh, we are expected with the combination with uh, chemo radiation. So I think in the near future, it means a couple of years, we uh, have very, very new data, exiting new data from the, the side of immunology. Thank you so much, Professor Milano, for giving us this comprehensive overview. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. <laughs>